0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Let's get lost in a better place. Pick up a book, travel through time and space. So much to learn, so much to see. A chance to escape reality. Open your mind, and your heart. And Jane will bring you So let's talk about it life
0: Good morning everyone. This is Fran Lewis and we're supposed to interview the author of The Girl Who Wasn't There, but obviously Vincent Sandry um, is not here yet. We're gonna wait until for a couple of minutes and hopefully he will call in. I just emailed him. So for those of you that don't know it, my new book What If, these are dark stories that will make you wonder, think and hopefully appreciate life if it ever gets back to normal again. Welcome to the unusual world, thought-provoking stories, and one poem that will make you wonder about life and relationships in general. So, until we're waiting for him to come, and I truly hope he does in a couple of seconds, um, maybe I'll just tell you more about what's next. What's next is Thursday, the author of Murder Forgotten, Pastor Michael, next week on, uh, on Monday, and on Wednesday, TrinityHouseEntertainment.net, and um, the, the week after, D.P. Lyle, and that should be interesting, rigged. and there's a whole lot more coming up in November, and I don't know what happened to Vincent injury, so I'm hoping that in 10 seconds it he'll call in, otherwise I'm going to have to cancel the show, and that is not what I really want to do. Okay, eight eight three four seven eight eight four nine zero oh, four five. And I'm going to ask, oh, here he is, I think, finally. Yep, he is. Come on, phone. Hi.
2: Hi, Fran. Sorry I'm late. Yeah, I
0: got, I got worried because I was talking to myself. This is not good.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have, oh, the, we all have the, like, have the, all this. Con- I'm sorry. I'm oh. just saying we have all this construction going on around the place. And uh, yeah. uh, it was just crazy outside for a second. And I was like, oh, my God, i got to be on the radio like five minutes ago.
0: Yeah, we're going crazy here, too, with construction down the block, too. It seems uh-huh. that the police department and, and the sanitation department and planet are having a blast. And everything uh-huh. takes take forever to get down the block. What can I say?
1: Right. I uh, hear
0: So, uh, this book was scary, okay? And yes, so it was. why did you choose Lake Placid? And the beach scene first now, for those people that don't know it, if you're taking a child to the beach, don't go have some fun and leave them there. That's all I
2: have to say about that great, <laughs> right. right. Um, I don't know why I chose it i just i love I love that place in fact, I was just there the other day um, it's yeah. just, to me like it's just it's just such a a beautiful setting, you know you wouldn't think that anything bad could go. You know, anything bad could go, you know, could happen there or whatever. uh, um, You know, it's just a really peaceful setting or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to turn it all upside down. So, I don't know. I just went with it. And uh, I love Adirondack thrillers, you know. And, um, I don't know, just decided to have it as my setting.
0: I I loved this. Now, Chloe was there on the beach with her friend. Her father was just released from prison. That's what made this interesting. Yet the parents left her alone with strangers. How does this set the stage for fear, danger, and the fact that parents shouldn't do that ever? Seriously.
2: Yeah. Oh, I know. Right? Right? know. But yeah, it's like I one of those things. It. It's one of those things where, you know, like, they're like, well, all right. She's 12 or whatever, and she's having fun. She's right there. Our, our room is only like 20 feet away you know, like we haven't seen each other in 10 years, you know, let's take five minutes, you know, like she's fine. You know, she, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, you don't think, you know, you're like, what could happen? It's fine.
1: It's yeah. fine. You
2: know, like, you know, um, it's not like they were like, well, let's, let's go out on the town for like a few hours. You know, it's just literally like, you know, like mm. we're taking a bathroom break, you know, and we'll be right back to there. You know what I mean? It's just one of those quick things, but anything can happen just like that. You know?
0: Well, this was not a bathroom break. This was a have-some-fun break. I oh, can't <laughs> blame them after 10 years. What can I say?
2: <laughs> well, after 10 years, I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, what can I say? Poor thing. So Penny, yep. her mom, becomes over-the-top and frantic when she can't find Chloe. And what does she do? What do they do? I mean, they're at a hotel, and the scare part is that the police don't, they don't take them seriously. They think maybe she just wandered off, right?
2: Right. And you know, it's, he's got to be careful because he just got out of prison. He's not even supposed to be up there. You know, he's supposed to still be in his hometown looking for work, checking in with his parole officer and all that stuff. Like he's, so he's already doing something illegal. And uh, so he doesn't want to make a fuss with the police. And like, maybe she just got lost. Maybe she just, you know, like she decided to take a walk, go to the vending machine, one of those things. And, um so I think you know it it takes them a while to realize oh boy she's been abducted.
0: It's scary, no. Some parents need a brain transplant and they have to start focusing on what's right. So, Sydney was in prison. What happened to change his perspective on maximum security? It's dangerous.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah because um you know, I've been inside some of those prisons, you know.
0: Uh, oh God! You brave.
2: You know, you know. Um, you know I, I spent a lot of times at Greenhaven. I went to Sing Sing. Mm-hmm. Spent the night Sing Ooh, Sing. Oh God! Um, you know, uh, to, the the, uh, the corrections officers don't really run the prisons. <laughs> you know, and the, the, pr- the prisons are run by the inmates.
0: Yeah, I know. Considering I read a book like that. Yeah, I know.
2: Yep. It's scary. And if so right, and if somebody want you dead you're going to be dead so so sydney who you know they call him doc he was a medical student at one mm-hmm. time and uh you know he becomes real tough in prison he he has to like you know he becomes a survivalist in prison and you know he develops a reputation for uh, being able to take care of himself so the transformation from the guy he was before he went to prison compared to the guy he is, when he comes out of prison, is huge. You know, like when he comes out of prison, he's, he, you know, like he he notices people look at him funny, you know, because he's real built up and, you know, uh, he's bearing some scars and all that sort of stuff. And, and 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 he doesn't realize it, but he's like, you know, have I become like a monster now? You know, um, so there's a lot of things about Sydney that even he doesn't realize how much he's changed. Mm. He just doesn't. And, like, it's sort of like, like, the Seattle re- Review books came out with a review yesterday. <laughs> and she got mm-hmm. it right because she was just saying, like, just when you think you knew who these characters were, it, mm-hmm. it suddenly, they suddenly become something else. And just when you thought you knew the ending of the book, it is something else, you know. Well, I you don't should want to give
0: read, away I, I just finished reading. Uh, they sent me, I was like in shock, Hidden in Plain Sight by Jeffrey Arch. I finished it yesterday. I read it yesterday.
2: Oh, how's that one? I'd love but to that,
0: read it. It was interesting because exactly what you're saying, the inmates do run the prison, and one of the characters, two guys that are in drugs, and they, they actually commiserate, and they're running their businesses from inside the prison, and the guards are right. helping them, and they don't right. care. At the ending oh, sure. of the book tells me, tells me that the police department wasn't watching one of the guys at a funeral. It's scary. Right. So he didn't, he didn't serve the full sentence. Who wanted him out of the way? And tell us about Rebufo. I don't like him at all. Sorry.
2: Well, first of all, um, his name's Paul Mickey Rebufo. And like one of my best friends from college is Paul Rebufo. So I always put like, like in the article, like in the article, read the. I don't know if you read the big thrill article, uh, this for this month, but, uh, I, um, I yeah i put um I put all my college friends, some high school friends in my books, you know it's just it's it's easier because uh mm-hmm. that way you don't have to make somebody up, you know, like physically you know them or whatever, but anyway um plus it's fun for them, um, but in any case, uh, yeah, uh, Rebufo like took him under his wing when uh um, there was a time he needed a lot of money, and his first wife left him, and all this sort of stuff, and he was in debt yada yada and so Rabufo took him under his wing and uh, he's, he saw how smart he was and, um, and uh, you know he became almost like a, a, a son to, to Mickey Rebufo. Um you know and uh, he had to do some uh, unsavory things for Rabufo actually um, you know but again I don't want to give away too much because that's kind of no. part of the you know it, 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 you want to like you know that's yeah, I'll leave it at that. That Rabufo uh, was a gangster, took him under his wing, and you know, and asked him to do some pretty bad shit.
0: <laughs> I, I know, and I have to tell you that I am known as the book queen of the building where I live. And right. As a matter of fact, in order to get a doctor's appointment, they and I don't have to wait ever. I just have to stop right. bringing a book. It's scary. And I did yesterday. <laughs> I did. I did oh, have to no. get. I had. I. I get eyelashes in my eye. I can't get them out. So the doctor has to take them out with a tweezer, like he did yesterday.
1: Oh, no big deal. That's awful.
0: Yeah, her. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> and he said you only got three this time. I go, oh, what the heck? Don't worry about it. And the girl that works here, I didn't know she had a six-year-old daughter. So Toby Williams, she just got you books. It, it was oh, my okay, ticket great. to not have to wait. So
1: that's they awesome.
0: searched and they seemed disoriented and disorganized. Why didn't they go to the hotel and tell them? You know what they when they realized she was gone, they sort of like floundered around, and they weren't sure what to do. And that really made it more realistic because parents you know, okay, I'm going to look here, I'm going to look here, but how come they right. didn't go to the, the detective right
2: away? Well, the, he just wanted to put it off as long as he could because he knew. Yeah. He knew damn well what would happen. You know, because in this day and age, you know, they're always going to be like, all right, well, this guy just got out of prison. You and know, he, he was. It, yeah. Convicted for a quadruple, you know, murder. How the hell did he even get out of prison in the first place? And which is a story in itself. And uh, so, like, he just knows, like, they're going to look at him in a bad light. And when he ends up talking to the sheriff, you you know, you know what happens. The sheriff sees right through him.
0: I know. That's even scarier. The problem is, is that they often stereotype people that are in jail. And right. they often don't give them a second chance because they're also thinking, well, you did it once, but well, what the heck, you did it again.
2: Right. That's not true,
0: people. Well, sometimes. <laughs> when you meet Giselle Fontaine, why do you get an odd feeling? Because you get the chills when you meet this one.
2: Yeah, when I read what? I'm sorry. What was that question? Giselle
0: Fontaine.
2: Oh, yes, yes, yes. What about her?
0: I don't like her. How come?
2: She's actually... There's another one that's based on a friend of mine. That's like that's oh, her good. real name. Giselle. I want to
0: be based yeah. on a friend of yours too. Seriously.
2: I'll get you. I'll get you in there. Friend. I'll get you in I books. could be
0: the evil book reviewer and give rotten reviews and not get killed off. <laughs> <at all. laughs> I don't care.
2: You never give. You, never, you haven't given me a bad review yet. Um, no, I
0: don't give bad yeah. reviews. I just don't write them. If they're bad, I just tell the person the book is in the corner staring at me. It's not getting written too bad. I don't care. Yeah, it's
2: not. It's not. I could review it. Well, it's nice of you to do that. Um, yeah. yeah, Giselle is the house detective. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, let, let me just say this without giving anything away.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Lake Placid a really small town, and um, there isn't much in the way of crime there. Um, like I said, it's an extremely peaceful community, and, you know, like, like Giselle says, she's always looking for people's missing wallets while the cops are always, you know, their biggest problem is, is, uh, you know, handing out dewees to, uh, you know, drunken tourists, you know, who are, who decide to drive. So, you know, it's, it's not the most exciting place for law enforcement on the, on the planet. And, uh, um, so Giselle and the sheriff, you know, they start engaging in some extracurricular activities, you know, um, and it all sort of comes together. Um, Again, trying not to give anything away, you know what I mean?
0: No, because, people, you have to read this, but make sure you read it with with the lights on and the door open and make sure you're safe because, you know, forget this. It's scary. (laughs) So what happens when Sydney? this was really good, he gets cornered by the chief of police. And why do you get the impression that they're not going to look for her? They don't think Chloe's really missing.
2: Yeah, and, you know, it's funny because um, just as, like, this is related to your question, um, put out a review. And it was a good review, but at the end, the the reviewer went off and is like, oh, he totally got the Amber Alert wrong and all this. And actually, Mm -hmm. the reviewer is wrong. And, in fact, I researched it with um, a major in the New York State Troopers. And had her read that. And she's like, and when she read the first draft, she's like, no, you got the Amber Alert wrong. You know, she was like, she, you know, she was like, no, this is what has to happen mm-hmm. and uh, in order for it to be issued. And uh, so I actually got it right. And, uh, but the person who did the review, like, actually got it wrong. And I was like, well, if you could comment on the electronic version of the review, you know, maybe but you couldn't. But in any case, um, they can't really they can't really issue an Amber alert unless like they have a carp, like a license plate or they have a picture to go. The minimum they need is like a photograph and all this mm. sort of stuff. But, but they sort of, you know, like, and with, you know, like it's, it's up to, sometimes it's up to the discretion of, you know, whoever's in charge, you know, whatever law enforcement's in charge up there, you know, you can stretch the rules a little bit. You can go ahead and issue mm. the Amber alert, their alert, but it does take them a little while and a missing person, you know, that, that, Person's got to be gone for a, a while, up to a day or two, before you can issue that. Um, but they get you know, but they do. They get it out there by that by the nighttime, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's when things get really crazy for them because for the parents, because that's when it's like you know, our child is missing. It's night now, and is she okay? Is she being fed? Is she you know, is she being tortured? You know, like can you imagine what goes through your mind?
0: I could I could understand that. I could seriously understand yeah. that. And you know, I crazy. I go on the highway, and if there's an Amber Alert, there's a sign for adults right. or whatever. They do have it on the highway that says there's an Amber yep. Alert, and they even give you That's a right. number to call in case you find the person. Right. So you know yep. you begin to feel like, am I going to find this person? Because you have no idea where they are. So no. how do we know? This was great because this mother, hmm, I'm not going to say a word. Penny <sighs> unravels and all of a sudden out of no, it's like she's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or paranoid and she turns right. around and blames it on Sydney this is your fault they're after her they're going to get her because of what you did so how come she blames right. him and how do we know she's losing her mind seriously
2: well she is it's funny it's funny you bring that section up because i i did a when the hardcover was launched last week yeah uh-huh. um and Actually actually should say this by the way this is pandental but uh um the hardcover release is officially October 13th but I think the distributor thinks it's October 23rd because not even Barnes and Noble online has the books yet so like just okay. be just, for your audience out there like if you want a hardcover mm-hmm. you know you know go to your independent bookstore or go to Barnes and Noble or whatever but be patient because I, I don't think the books are going to be until next week but in any case I did a uh a live reading um, last week, um, Facebook Live reading. And that's the section I chose to read. And you know me, I yeah. used to start from the beginning, you know, like I don't know, because that is the first sign that Penny is not the Penny, you know, he remembers from 10 years ago. So that, that's, that's where she comes out, you know, like she loses her cool and she loses her shit mm-hmm. because of what's going on. And she just, she kind of, you know, reveals who who she is or what she's about to become, you know.
0: and We're not going to say um, what she becomes. You know, and it kind like, of takes Whoa. him by
2: surprise. It kind of shocks him. And, you know, you know what he yeah. does to calm her down. Eventually they get it together. But
0: I'm just worried about Chloe. The poor thing. She's out there somewhere, people. I'm not going to tell you if they right. find her. So Giselle questions them both and yet she seems to be on their side, but you're really not sure, because she can put right. both sides against the middle. How come? I mean, right. she does a good job. She did a good job with that kid. She's like, can I trust her? Probably not. Do I want to trust her? I don't think so. So right. how did you create, like, a double double kind of personality for her and give people a doubt that, can you trust this, this detective? I don't know.
2: I know, and it's it, that's like... I do it in a lot of my books, I think, don't I? Um, you
1: know,
2: like this person is just not, not the person you thought they were, you know? And, uh, I think we all, you know, because, you know, I'm always, I'm always, I'm not only fascinated with, you know, one man or one woman up against it all. Like when you read mm-hmm. the one coming up paradox, Lake. that is, that's I one woman that. against it all. Yeah. Like that, that book's even scarier and another Adirondack okay. thriller. But, um, which I didn't do on purpose. I don't know why it happened. It just so happened. <laughs> That's the way it turned out. But, um, but like, I'm not only fascinated with one person up against it all. I'm also fascinated that like, there's, we all have like these two or three or four sides of us, you know, and as mm-hmm. good as we can be, we can be bad. And, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's just so like, I like, I like messing with people and I like, you know, I like I don't wanna write boring books for the reader, you know? You like I, 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 you, you know, and and some books are just like, Oh my god, I can't wait to get to the end of this. Plus I mm-hmm. think I have like attention deficit disorder. <laughs> you know? It's <laughs> like so I gotta be like I gotta I gotta like be really like, all right, I gotta you know, it's it's like twelve o'clock but I just gotta read the next chapter. You know, I wanna write books like that. And I think That's in order cool. to do that you need to like you know, really, really get into the character development.
0: Well, that's the problem because when you give me a book to read, that's why I'm looking at Paradox League, and I have a medical book that's going to take me about a year and a day to read.
2: I've got yeah. yours,
0: and I have Dick Belsky's coming out, and I guarantee I read them by the end of next week, both of them, and have the questions for the show. Because Oh, my gosh. Once I, st- once I sit down to start reading your book, I know I'm in trouble. Seriously, trouble. Yep. So I have, yep. To, I have to do it when I'm not afraid, yeah, which is never. What sure. can I say?
2: Oh, and so the, listen it? to this. The, the, well, just while we're on this subject, I'm writing yeah. a book right now called American Crimes. Oh, good. And talk about – and this is a big book for me, Fran. I think it's going to end up being about 100,000 words. I'm normally around the sixty to 70,000 word range. That's, that's just, just like with my – that's my, that's my arc. Yeah, and but this one's longer and it's totally about a a mild-mannered middle-aged couple um he's a postal worker she's a housewife who volunteers at the library sometimes and they get mixed up with a drug cartel oh, and God, you wouldn't nice. believe, you would you would not believe the changes they go through in just a matter of months and what they become it's just it's incredible and so like i'm actually surprising myself as i write it you know um but it's a longer book because it it takes a while for them to develop and to turn into these really, like completely almost the opposite person, you know, that that they were. So anyway, so that's just a little teaser for a, a book that's right. Then send it to me. Too.
0: Send it to me in large print, double large print. No, seriously. All
2: right, double large you print. Know, when it's
1: done. Double
0: large. Well, the last three authors, the books are not coming out and the issues are coming and I. I had to print them out on PDF, but I haven't in at in FedEx and they'll do anything for me. So right, what I'm is sure. Sydney's what is Sydney's deal with the DA that, and what is behind the fact that they want to take him down? They can't take down Sydney. I like Sydney.
2: Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well you see what's happening. I mean like it's a big I know what's uh,
0: Oh my god. Convoluted
2: scary. conspiracy, yeah. And uh Yeah you know i mean i can't really answer that one without giving something away okay. but but it's just a convoluted conspiracy mm-hmm. and uh you just wouldn't believe you know and uh you know in the end um or towards the end you know like you you were like nah, i can't even mention this <laughs> but but like okay. the simplest of things you know like there's a vault involved and there's money involved and you know the simplest of of things um you know, kind of plays out. Um, you would think like it's such a convoluted plot, but then like you know, like it all comes down to like uh, oh well, uh, here's 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 like the uh, the mm-hmm. code, you know, the five digit code to to the vault, and you know, and naturally it's something you know it ends up being something as simple as possible, you know, because nobody likes to go around changing their, even though like we're supposed to change our passwords all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, and I know this it.
2: answer is going all. I know this answer is going all over the place, but I just don't want to give anything away. But but we're yeah. all lazy, and no one wants to change their password or their PIN number for for any reason whatsoever. You know, you you always go with the same mm-hmm. one.
0: So why is Rabufo arrested? Then it gets tense, scary. Yeah. You got to read this. And this people, those. By the way, the phone lines are lit up. A lot of people are listening as as I'm speaking, which is nice. Hi everybody. Then again, if you have a question on my Facebook wall, just ask it. And if you have a comment, it's got to be positive. I don't do negative on this show. Then it gets tense, and we learn who is behind what is happening. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to leave out the last part of the question. So why is he arrested, and why does it get so tense? And what's happening that gives me the chills? No, really.
2: Yeah, um, well, they're all starting to turn on one. And, uh, you know, like, don't forget, Sydney has to fight. There's no one you can trust, whatsoever. It's it's like it's like the if you go on the Amazon page, they put mm-hmm. up these extra banners, and like he can't trust the police. Yeah, I know. Turns out he can't trust Penny, and mm-hmm. it, and it turn, and, and but 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 who really can't he trust? I'll ask you that question: Who really can't he trust? How All right, Penny I'll answer. He can't like trust him. Too. He can't. He can't trust
1: himself.
0: That's right. That is, that is so true. I got that.
1: Yeah, it is. It is you can't trust it's, it's
0: scary. Well, yeah. a lot of times you can't trust yourself, and sometimes you're in a situation where you have to decide which way am I going to go—the right way or the wrong way—and sometimes you go down the middle, and sometimes you just say, "The heck with it, I'm going to do it anyway." Right. And poor Sydney, yeah, he's been between a rock and a hard place. So how did right. you decide? They had to hide, too. That's scary. So how did you decide where they would go, and the way they would hide, and where? And how come well, because, the we you know, found them? That's even worse, Siri.
2: Right. Um, I know that area pretty well. Um, Lake, just below Lake Placid is uh, a place called Keene Valley, and mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the most beautiful places on earth. Actually, you know, I've been to a lot of places, and it's one of, one of my favorite places on earth. But there's these old in having hikes there and hunted in that area and stuff like that. There's tons of old logging roads. And he knows, like, if he can just get on one of these logging roads, you know, he can mm-hmm. just drive into the mountains and get lost forever or whatever. Um, but the the police also know that area really well, or the sheriff, sheriff's department. And they're able to trail him. And then eventually, you know, they use a, um, a helicopter, you know, and they spot him. You know, they're able to spot him. Um, and that's when real trouble starts. And... You know, people start coming out of the woodwork who you thought were good, are actually bad. You know, um, and, and actually is here's I was- an interesting point in the uh, in the cabin scene. Uh, mm-hmm. The two yeah. guys, the two guys well, the guy sing is a friend of mine from high school, and uh, <laughs> you know who went, you know who you know who wentz is. He was also one of the killers. Um, yeah. He's actually Eric Wemple He's actually Eric Wemple from the Washington Post. <laughs>
1: Who's also a really good
2: friend of mine. He's a good friend of mine, too. We went to high school together. We all went to military school.
0: Hopefully, the people that read the book know it's just a character in the book and not take it seriously and come after them. You just never know. Right. We have Walton. Explain Walton and tell him about his patrol officer. And why? His this flight from his jurisdiction. So in other words, if you're supposed to not leave a specific jurisdiction because you're on parole, how come he gets in trouble? And who is Walton? Well, that's the guy. Yeah. Yeah, Walton's.
2: A, um, he's, he's 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 just you know like he's a bored cop, but you yeah. know like, he's one of these beer beer drinking like you know you just know you know like he's when Penny's around you know he's being nice he's being empathetic you know we're doing everything in our power to try to get Chloe back you know we're we're going to issue an amber alert uh, alert. uh we can't do mm-hmm. missing we're going to do missing persons eventually whatever um and then as soon as she's gone like you know he's just like I know who the hell you are you know to sydney I know who you are and 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 to be perfectly honest you know you know he's he's talk he he ends up talking to sydney like you're responsible for this i can bet you know he's like what 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 did the kid do? Like, you know, get on your nerves a little bit or something? You know, what so that's when, you know, things start getting really tense because uh because um Sydney realizes then like he's you know, the police aren't gonna try to find her. He's gonna have to It just it just all comes down to to like Sydney knows that he's gonna be the one who's if she's gonna get found, he's gonna have to do it.
0: Sometimes it works better. So he has a yeah. legal counsel who got really got me upset because he kept telling him he should give up and surrender. How come? Usually lawyers, you know, I couldn't tell if he was on his side or not. And I didn't like him. Right. So. Oh
2: yeah. Well, that's good. Then I did my job. Um, you
0: did. I told you I always get it. I don't miss up. So
2: <laughs> <I> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, well, first of all, like, you got to be a little bit suspicious. This guy yeah. is in jail on a quadruple homicide charge, right? He he, sh- he should be going away for four life sentences, right? Yeah. And yet he gets out after 10 years. And, like, mm-hmm. because he had always sworn I didn't kill anybody. I was just the driver. That's right. I was just the driver. The other guys killed people, but I took the rap. Um, so it's believable that he got out, you know, like, you know, his, his um, you know, and his lawyer fought for him and got him a sweetheart deal. Um, that's what you're to believe. Um, you know, it's kind of like uh, that Scott Peterson thing going on right now. Yeah, I remember
0: that. I remember that.
2: Remember that? Remember how horrible that was? And it was almost way too obvious that he killed his wife and her oh, yeah, his second sure he wife did. and their child. And that, I think he's going to get off. Um, so it's you know, it, it, just when you think like, "Well, this would never happen," it, it can happen. Right? Oh, yeah. And it does so that. So tell
0: us, Rabufo, hmm, Walt, why is the money at the root of all of it and why is Sydney was important to help everyone get their share? Well, what about us? Seriously?
2: Yeah, everybody's after the same thing. It oh, turns yeah. out everybody's after the same thing and it turns out that like greed rules the day. You oh, know? yeah. And like, it comes down to one of the most basic um you know um one one of the most basic uh, uh original sins, right you know um, mm-hmm. greed, you know, like whenever I start out a book, I always tell myself, uh, I'm always like, keep it simple, I'm gonna write one that's just gonna be simple, it's gonna be straightforward narrative, and uh and actually, I did this with another book you're gonna have, you're gonna be reading um that isn't published yet, but th- it's in my agent's hand called uh her Darkest Secret. That's that's mm. the book I wrote during COVID. That's the book I wrote during COVID along with American Crimes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and and in that one, I'm like, I'm going to write the simplest narrative possible. There's not even chapters in it. It's 70,000 words and there's not even chapters. There's just breaks. And it's, okay. it starts out with, a, with something that really happened in the grocery store with my girlfriend and I were in the grocery store and, um, we weren't paying attention and I ran into somebody else's card, right. It happens to everybody. And, and it was no big deal. Like the, you know, it was some guy who was coming back from the gym and we laughed and I said like, well, you know, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to, you know, like, uh, you know, here's my insurance card. Ha ha ha. We're just joking around anyway. But then like on the way home, I started thinking of this plot. Like, what if like that guy was like, you know, like what if you come out of the supermarket and the guy's standing near your car and he's like, apologize and you're like, well, what are you talking about? You know, like what if he's like, apologize, you didn't apologize enough for me. And what if he's like, it turns out to be a psycho and like, he follows you home and just mm-hmm. totally turns your life into like a living hell, like overnight, you know? And, uh, so I like wrote this, it took me like four weeks to get, you know, and, you know, it just started with just the simplest of things, you know, like the simplest of mistakes. And it turns into this huge, huge train wreck.
0: Well, that's why your books are so unique, because you don't have a character in a series, which I've been asking a lot of questions about that. And right. you come up with plots that nobody else could think of, which is really good.
1: And, I, and I then, of because, course, I, I get
0: nightmares because, right after.
2: After right. I read it, I, I think have to keep because, the lights on. Right. I think that's because my parents dropped me on my head or something when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's funny, because some people don't know what to make of it. They're like, where do you come up with this stuff? I know. And uh, my, mo- my mother actually started reading The Girl Who Wasn't There, and she's like, i got to be honest, I I love your books. You know I love your books. But she's like, I, I had to put it down. She's like, it was scaring me Oh, God, me really? Yeah, she's like, it was scaring me too much.
0: No, that one wasn't scaring me. The Caretaker's Daughter, Caretaker's book, that scared me.
1: That scared That one it, was yeah. scary.
0: That was scary, yeah, uh, yes. but you didn't scare me enough not to read it. No, I mean,
1: considering <laughs> some
0: of the books I've read this week, oh, my God. Right. So who are the others involved as Sydney thinks he sees Chloe? You know, after a while, I read one yesterday, I read a group of short stories, and Dennis Palumbo had one. That's why I asked, he's had him sent send it to me. This guy thinks that he sees this guy everywhere. So Sidney starts to think he sees Chloe. He tries to get her intact and he's blindsided. So why right. is he the object of the police again? Because sometimes you wish that you can see somebody, but you're not really sure if they're there. So how did you create right. that? Because I said, like, poor Chloe, can you get her? No, she wasn't there. No, she was. Yeah.
2: Well, it say? turns out, it's, right, it turns out that the, the sheriff is, is more mm-hmm. than just a, a simple jerk turns out he's yeah. into some really nasty stuff. And it's, you know, when you discover where the abductors took Chloe, you realize she's yeah. not the first one they've ever abducted.
0: Yeah, I know. That's scary. So how did yeah. you create the scenes between them and Giselle and Walton?
2: Um, well, you had, you know, like, you know, like they're, Again, I don't wanna give away too much. Um yeah. but um but you realize that uh it's they are all involved in a conspiracy. And um they're also very good actors, it turns out.
0: Yeah, I know. They are very good actors. And this book yes. is very bone chilling, people. You gotta read it. Thank you. So yes, we got calls he...
2: from Screen Gems and from uh, a couple other production companies. So we're hoping really? that those. Yeah, um, actually the head of Screen Gems called about it. Um, Kurt, what's his name? Kurt, I forget his name, but uh, um, but he's like a you know he's he's you know that that's 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 a good sign.
0: As long as he doesn't change the characters and the plot and gives you a chance to say what you have to say. I read um, Howard Schwartz and a whole bunch of authors, Lee Goldberg and uh, Alan Jacobson mm-hmm. and Tess Gerrington, um, wrote a book about exactly that, Hollywood and the Authors. And then Michael uh, Michael Connolly had to buy back Harry Botch for a lot of money. So, right. I don't know. I learned a lot. I learned so much doing this job. So
1: like this that.
0: story is told in Sydney's voice, and there are a lot of other voices. So why does he have this, when does he have this aha moment when he realizes the truth behind without saying who it is, his daughter's kidnapping and going like, holy God, you got to be kidding.
2: Yeah, I think if we go all the way back to that, to that chapter, like that I read and yeah. that you, you commented on when Penny, you know, kind of loses her stuff and blames him. Yeah. And then like when he looks outside the window and then like when that, uh, when he gets chased down and by that guy, like he he when he realizes he's being followed, he's like, all right, all right, this is like something's really going follow here. Um, and it has. That's when he kind of realizes it has. It's got everything to do with his old boss, Mickey Rourke.
0: Marsha Casper Cook is the host of A Good Story Is a Good Story, and she's listening. And she just texted me to say she friended you. She's really good. Gonna... I didn't go on her show, and she said she's going to add a show. If you would like, she will let you, let her know and friend her. And she said she would be more than happy to have you on her show.
2: That would be terrific. Yes, I would. Thank yes. you.
0: She's she's good. She's good. Seriously. All right. Well, I do her show awesome. a lot. So I will tell you terrific. just to her. Actually, what I'll do is I'll put you guys in an email together, and you could deal with it. That's all. I'll do that. Oh, after. excellent. Great. So
2: great, great.
0: From this point on we are at edge because sides change, allegiance or breaches. Sydney has to make snap decisions. And how did you create engages, actions, and movements at the end when he realizes, oh my God That's all I'm gonna say about Yeah, that. he
2: takes charge. And like don't forget Sydney's a survivalist. And um you know, um not only is he a survivalist, but he he doesn't care about anything else but getting his daughter back. That's all he cares about. You know, that's, that's, and nothing's going to stop him. And that, I'd like to think that that kind of story would appeal to a lot of people. You know, like, that, that's his goal. He just wants to get his daughter back. And that, that's what it's about. You know, that's really at base what this story is about. It's about one man up against it all trying to save his daughter's life. Boom. There you go. Full stop.
0: That is true, so what happens when Chloe tries to get in touch with him, and how does he think how does he decide to move ahead?
2: yeah, well, she's able to um she's able to she ends up being able to text him um, yeah and and uh which I won't get you know people can read it, but um and you know like that's a great scene because he realizes okay. Um, I can actually I can actually save my daughter now if she contacts me, I can get to her um so it, it's it's that you know like for the reader there's that like little spark of hope you know, like okay, good, you know like but let's see anything can happen in between you know but but let's there's that spark of hope because uh 'cause a reader I would imagine would be like if if this girl doesn't make it in the end, I'm never reading Sandra again you know.
0: I know. So who is Gary, and how are they blindsided? And who is Singh, and how is he involved? There's a lot of people involved in this book. You got to keep track, people.
2: Yeah, you got to keep track. There's just there's a, there's a, quite a few people. Uh, he's another one of these guys. That's just like you're mm-hmm. like, well, hmm, picking him up right off the street, like hmm. And he seems like a decent enough guy, and he realizes, you know, they've been on the news by now. The news reports have been out, and he's kind of like, I understand what you're trying to do, and I'll help you out or whatever. But, uh, um, again, it turns out to be something a little bit different.
0: Everything turns out to be different. You know something? That's funny that you should say that because that's my motto. Um, I can't say why after what happened to me, but I trust very nobody. trust myself. I learned a long time ago from my dad, if you want to get something done, do it yourself, because you can't count on anybody else to get it done right. Do it yourself. No,
2: DIY. Sure. Yep. I feel the same way. I mean, some people are like, you know, like, oh, it's too bad you don't trust anybody or whatever. It's like, well, it's not that I don't trust anybody. It's just that I trust myself more than anybody. anybody I learned
1: that. But also, like I said,
2: right, but in terms of this book, like I said, Sydney can't even trust himself, but he doesn't quite realize that. Okay, so
0: no. On Thursday we have the author of Murder Forgotten, Deb Moore. On the twenty sixth we have Pastor Michael Jones, and this is a new thing for me. We're going to talk about the seven highly effective habits of Christians. On the 28th, though the I lead in song, Trinity House. Entertainment. Inc. Rachel and Michael are going to be talking about their new song. Their music is fantastic. United We Stand and Why Do We Wave. And on November 2nd, somebody we all love and adore, D.P. Lyle's coming on and for Rigged. Yes, I am excited. And, awesome. and on the 10th, Lee Matthew Goldberg, The Ancestor. On the 12th, I'm braving it with um, the Lee, The Ancestor. It's told in different timelines. It's fantastic. And there are people that didn't like it, and I don't know what's wrong with them.
2: I like it. It's brilliant.
0: It's great. There's a panel show on the 12th. We're going to talk about writing in two different timelines. And then DP is coming back on the 16th with prior bad acts. You just never know what Fran's going to do. Actually, I'm starting. I uh, I was going to ask you. I'm starting um, after the new year. This should be fun. Dick Belsky, Arch... John Land and Charles Salisbury. We're going to talk about how publishing has changed in the new in in twenty twenty one. That's my first show on a January fifth. It should be interesting, right?
2: Yes, it's changed so. a lot.
0: And that's right. So if you want to join that one, let me know. It's going to be at 10 o'clock on January 5th. And we're going to have – oh, it's going to be fun. And I'm doing one on – I'm looking for another police officer to do the one on February 10th with Alan Jacobson, Bruce Coffin, and possibly another police detective. We're going to talk about how police officers handle cases in different states. Well,
2: I can hook like you up month. with a friend of mine. You can email me good. after this, and, and, I'll, and I'll hook you up with uh, one of the um, highest-ranking police be good. First state that troopers would, in New York State.
0: That would be that would be really great because this way, I have four people in case the three people in case the other one doesn't show up, and I have the questions in my brain. Trust me.
1: So all what right. happens when Text he learns the truth? The
0: I will. What happens when he learns the truth about himself and his lawyer, and what does he think he might go down for again? You can't arrest Sydney again. I mean, really? I
2: like Sydney. Yeah, well, he's 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 not going down, and uh, of all people. Um, who helps him um, Is uh, Who assists him uh, Will be his parole officer But um, that's as far as I'm going with that Until <laughs> i got it's to be careful With the spoilers
0: No you can't give spoilers Because that's against the rules here So yes, I the know. ending I, I needed tissues for this one The ending is sad, heartbreaking And he has to face a harsh reality How does he handle what happened to his daughter? And there's another part to well, that question, but I think I'm going to leave it out. I don't think I should tell that. Right,
2: part. right. I, all I'm going to say about the ending is I wrote two endings. Yeah. And um, I showed, you know, the, the original ending um, I showed to uh, my agent. And he, he was like, I think you got to change it. Um, as good as it is, you know, he's like this – this the ending he's like would have passed muster in the seventies sixties and seventies, mm-hmm. but yeah. he's like nowadays you can't it, it has to be different and so um so the ending you have um is a satisfying one, and it's good and I think it's a good one but um um just it has, you know, like one day like maybe you know like the original version will come out. You know, like the un, you know the unedited one or something like that, and you and and it, you'll be surprised. You know, but um, um, you know, like he dreams mean a lot to Sydney, as you know, like like and even the 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 uh, the quote at the beginning of the book, that, um, you know mm-hmm. about dreams, um, and it, you know Sydney learned the only way Sydney could escape when he was in prison was to just dream. And he would dream about he and his wife going to a beautiful sunny beach, maybe down in Cuba, or something like that. So dreams mean a lot to him. And those dreams, you know, like recur throughout the book, you know, like he – and at the end, it ends up playing a big role.
0: Well, I just got – And, a and that's like, me, that's like me, giving
2: you a, that's me giving you a huge non-answer, but it's, just, it's yeah. as good as I can do.
0: Well, I just got two very interesting comments on Facebook. You see, I'm getting popular, but you're even more popular. Forget that. Uh, Cheryl of Partners and Crime just downloaded your book on Sunday, and she was on for a while. Toby Williams is a great children's author of the Brooklyn series, and she was listening. She said her husband came Excellent. home, and too bad she couldn't listen to the rest. She's going to listen later. You see, I'm getting – is great when people listen. Yes. So the conspiracy goes up far, and he can never trust the lawyer again. So if Sydney could change anything, what would he change about what happened?
2: Um, well, I mean, I think if he could change anything that would happen, he never, ever, 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 ever would have left his daughter alone even for a minute.
0: Yeah, I know. He didn't really want to do it, either. It was her. We didn't want to do it.
2: Yep, and, you know, I didn't want to say anything, but, you know, like, uh, as people read this book, they'll find out what what Penny was all about, what her relationships was to the lawyer and all this sort of stuff, Mm and they'll figure that out.
0: Why is he defending himself, and yet he wants his own justice served in his favor? So who, if anybody, is on his side? Besides me. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, like I said, it, it comes down to like, um, like it ends up his pro officer is, 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 you know, kind of on his side. And, and without him, like, I don't, you know, it might not have been possible to save, you know, it might not be, have been possible to, uh, resolve anything. Um, you know, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but, uh, no, don't. Um, but he really doesn't have any any friends. But there, there's one one person who comes close. Right, the, you know, so
0: if you wrote one more chapter, would, what, and Chloe could speak out. What would she say?
2: I don't know, because I don't even know if Chloe makes it. <laughs> I don't
0: How know. Just, no, no, we don't we don't really get to know her. We don't really know if she makes it out. But we don't know. We don't really get to know her as a person. Well, maybe
2: one day Chloe, maybe one day Chloe will write her own book.
0: Maybe Chloe wants to write her own book now, you know you never know, so if, never Sidney know. Would sh- if Sidney could speak out he you said you're right, he wouldn't do the same thing. Would he have taken the rap again, or would he just realize, I'm an idiot, why am I doing this? But then he would have gone away for a lot longer
2: right well that that was one, that the tough one because he was railroaded from the beginning, and I don't think he had a choice, yeah, um I think if he had if he had to do anything over again <laughs> um. He would have just stayed in men's school and whatever, not going to work for removal.
0: Okay, now I have a different kind of question because this is really my publisher think down on me for my next book if I ever have the energy to write it. So when when you want to put something on an independent publisher, is that better than having something self published? And I also noticed something when I got seriously a royalty check the other day. It said right. I sold like five. five I sold like five hundred dollars worth of What If, which is pretty good for somebody that doesn't, you know, was learning, and I only got forty-seven. There was something called discounts. What is that? What does that mean?
1: Discounts. Yeah, it's like on um, the on
0: the. But and I didn't. I probably, the people paid the full amount. So why why is there discounts taken off of my royalties? And I got forty-seven dollars out of five hundred. That doesn't make sense.
2: I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, weird. Uh, pub- she didn't answer I mean, me, the publisher, either.
2: Yeah, I mean, my agent gets the statement. I I never even see him. And then, like, we get two separate checks. Like, the agent gets his 15% check, uh-huh. and I get my 85% check, and and, and that's all. Um, I never really see that's what I thought. statements. But I don't know. That's a, Next time you have an agent's panel, that's, that's a question for them.
0: I don't have an agent. No one's going to take this poor child. What can I say?
2: But <laughs> oh, before I, I forget, you yeah,
0: um, what, now, my book is called What If. It's dark stories told from the point of view of like a Twilight Zone kind of book. And it's meant cool. to scare you into appreciating life as it is now. And I wrote that because I wanted to scare people. And I want them to understand that this pandemic is real. So the next one's going to be called What's Next, The New World and it's going to be, be, create worlds that are very bizarre. That's all I'll say about it as soon as I figure out what to say and, and how to write it. But, um, right. so if Sydney could speak to us, what would he say? And is there, is there something coming out before Paradox Lex? because Par- I have to know Lake. where I'm going to,
2: um, I have next year is just going to be 2021 is going to be insane for me. Um, oh, because not only do we have paradox Lake coming out, um, we have all my Dick Moonlight PI series. Um, I every single one of those, every single one of those books is being reissued by Down and Out, and they're start starting in January. They're going to be reissuing one per month throughout the year, and there's ten of them. <clears throat> so, well, there's seven to ten. There's some of them are novellas, so I don't know if they're going to do those. But, but anyway, there's at least seven novels, I think. And so, like those are coming out, and then I have. A couple, of, a couple of Chase Baker, I have a Chase Baker coming out, I have a young Chase Baker oh, good. coming I out. Want that. I have another, I want that. Um, oh, my God, I have another Marconi coming out, I have another um,
1: oh, oh,
2: wow. uh, Steve Jobs P.I. coming out, so, like, I think oh, a I lot of these too. books are going to, I think, plus I have American Crimes and I have uh, Her Darkest Secret, so, which will go to real publishers, but I, I think all this is going to bleed into 20, 2022 and 2023, to be
0: honest. I think I'm going to be very busy for a very long
2: time. Huh. Next year's going to be uh-huh. crazy. 22 is going to be crazy, too. Well, this but is that's good. good. that's a good thing, right?
0: It is, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm excited because on November 23rd, uh, John Lann's coming on uh, with the last, and unfortunately I think they made a mistake, and I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to say it on the other day. They made a mistake. Murder in Season um, is probably the best Jessica Fletcher book I've read out of all the five that he read wrote. And the fact that they gave it to somebody else, I think, is a mistake because this was fantastic. This is like, what would you do if Cabot Cove founding fathers were um, involved in slave trade and corrupt? And the people in the in the in the present are not any better. And they get killed off because somebody wants something that's related to the past. It's so good, let me tell you, really good. So I I can't believe that they did that. It is a good plot, and he's coming out. where He's got the Capitol murders, the Margaret Truman ones, and that's going to be February 16th, the Metro murders, but what can I say? So before we go, how can everybody find out more about you? And I put you in an email with Marsha. So she will contact you, and I will
2: email you about this other thing. Okay, great. Um, You can go www.vinzandri.com, (laughs) V-A-N-Z-A-N-D-R-I.com. It used to be vincentzandry.com, but it, my 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 URL got hacked. And
1: uh oh, God. they want me to pay like
2: they want me to pay like five thousand dollars to get it back and I'm like, forget about it. I'll go with vincentzandry.com, and eventually people will get used to it, you know. So well, ww.vinsandrew.com you know, and
0: Yeah, and where else?
2: Um, you, you know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Twitter, I'm everywhere. Um, and if you want to find out more about the girl who wasn't there, you can go to Ocean View Publishing, their website, or just Google it, you know, and, and uh, there's a ton of reviews and, uh, mm-hmm. um, you and know, there, there. You, can, you, you can't miss it.
0: Well, mine's there, and I just put it out on Facebook again for everybody to read. They better awesome. read it.
1: Thank you. Because I you really worked hard at this.
0: I really worked hard at you this.
1: You I mean,
0: you know, what happens is I start to read the book and I take notes and I underline and I circle because that's because of my reading masters I learned how to do that a lot. And then by the the time I finish the book, I could tell it to you from cover to cover. It's frightening. (laughs) I really can. I really can. And then I say, well, okay, right before the show, I go through my questions to make sure that I remember. I remember this one. This is so scary. And the ending. But I want to thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Thanks, This is Great. And anytime time awesome. you want to come on, just let me know. And if you decide you want to join the panel in January, let me know. And everybody, okay, it, it, have a great day. I hope the sun's shining there because it's not shining here. Have a great day, All right. and bye.
1: All right. Bye, friends.